Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. Bordered by Sweden, Finland and Russia, Norway dates back to the year 872. The most widely spoken language is Norwegian. It has a population of five and a half million and is regarded as one of the richest countries in the world. The currency of choice is the Norwegian krona. One Australian dollar will get you about six krona. Norway claimed top spot in 2017 in the World Happiness Report and the OECD Better Life Index. If you're considering a visit, why not go to visitnorway.com. Its capital and largest city is Oslo, which was founded in 1040. More than 650,000 people live there. We stayed at the very comfortable Thon Hotel Oslo Panorama, which has 118 rooms, great beds and a fabulous and diverse continental breakfast. It's within easy walking distance of the Central Railway Station, about 10 minutes. My first piece of advice regarding getting around is to buy an Oslo Pass, which you can purchase for adults and children for 24, 48 or 72 hours. A one-day pass costs about 65 Aussie dollars for adults and 35 for children. Two days come in at around 100 for adults and 50 for children, while a three-day pass is approximately 120 and 60 dollars respectively. It's a ripper. Gives you free entry to more than 30 museums and attractions and free travel on all public transport, along with other discounts. Just go to visitoslo.com to find out more. Using that Oslo Pass, our first stop was the Holocaust Museum, which tells the story of Nazi genocide during the Second World War. Covering three floors, it focuses upon the destruction of the Norwegian Jewish community under Nazi occupation through images, sounds, film, documents and other items. While written descriptions of the exhibits are in Norwegian, an iPad available with your ticket gives you several details in English. At the end of the exhibition, you come to a room where the walls are filled with the names of all those who perished under the Nazi regime. Extremely sobering. At least 765 Jews died during the Nazi occupation of Norway, including 230 complete households. Most of these were murdered in concentration camps. Before the war, there were more than 2,000 Jews in Norway. Next stop was the Viking Ship Museum the showpieces of which are the world's best-preserved striking black Viking ships and finds from Viking tombs around the Oslo Fjord. There are also small boats, sledges, a beautiful cart, tools, textiles and household utensils on display. The museum is well worth a look. Bear in mind that the Viking Age is the period from the late 8th century to the mid-11th century. So to have such remarkably preserved vessels on display is a rare treat. The Kontiki Museum features two of the vessels used by unlikely adventurer Thor Heyendahl. I say unlikely because he took to the seas even though he was terrified of water. In 1947, at the age of 32, he and five crew undertook a 101-day, 8,000-kilometre journey from Peru to Polynesia, in a balsa wood raft called Kontiki to prove a scientific point. This was his first expedition to be captured on film. The resulting documentary won the Academy Award for Best Documentary. 
When you first set eyes upon the Kontiki, it makes a huge impression. Heimdall later completed similar achievements with boats made out of papyrus, and one of those, Ra 2, is also featured. Heimdall was responsible for important archaeological excavations on the Galapagos and Easter Islands, and in a pre-Hispanic site in Peru named Tecume. The museum exhibits objects from his expeditions. The Norwegian Maritime Museum is the National Museum for Shipbuilding, Shipping, Fishing and Marine Archaeology, and it's naturally situated on the waterfront. Among much material is Norway's oldest vessel, a dugout boat that's 2,200 years old and would have weighed in at between one and a half and two tonnes. It looks like a hollowed-out tree trunk, which it is. Boats like this were used along rivers, lakes and the coast for hunting, fishing and transport. In 2015, TripAdvisor named Fram Museum Norway's best museum. It features two large wooden ships that you can step aboard and a great deal of fascinating historical maritime material. The vessels showcased explored the most dangerous and barren territories of the Arctic and Antarctic. Fram, regarded as the world's strongest wooden ship, was the first specially built in Norway for polar research. She was used on three important expeditions between 1893 and 1912. The other is Gajoa, the first ship to navigate the entire Northwest Passage. That was accomplished between 1903 and 1906. Our last stop for the day was at Vigeland Park, the world's largest sculpture park created by a single artist. With its eye-catching, naked and, well, some might say bizarre 200-plus sculptures in bronze, granite and wrought iron dedicated to the human condition, it's the life work of Norwegian sculptor Gustav Vigeland, who was also in charge of the design and layout of the park. It was largely completed between 1939 and 49 and is one of Norway's most popular tourist attractions. Vigeland Park was the perfect end to a wonderful first day in Oslo. To get more information about Oslo, go to visitoslo.com. While for further details about Norway, the best website is visitnorway.com. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.